Thank you, Pastor. Uh, thank you guys for being here today. Uh, man, ain't it just good to be able to just to come in the house uh, in, our, in a land that we live of the free and be able just to worship, to give, and just to, to soak in God's goodness that he's done for us in our lives. So, man, thank you guys for coming today. Uh, I want to thank my pastor uh, for believing in me um, and loving Michelle and I and uh, I'm just so excited to be up here, and it, it, this is not about me today. It's about God using me as a vessel. So uh, I hope what I, I, I talked to you guys about today, you just take it with heart and just know that everything I say today, that God's already anointed. I've prayed about it, and so I'm super excited. Um, wanted to. It's been a kind of a crazy week because I was actually working on my, our floors in our house all week. Uh, Michelle and I put new floors in our house, and also my uncle passed this past Sunday. me but one thing that I was really troubled with with my uncle was is is I knew what kind of life that, that all changed when I went to his memorial Thursday when so I, I was just I was really just blown away by that and I was in a month I just didn't make it um, but but thank God that there was a vessel there to, to salvation and know that he's healed today and he don't have stage four cancer anymore praise God this is Easter's in two weeks uh, this is going to be a powerful time for invites to my life that invited Michelle and I to a church, Turning Point Church, years ago. So I wouldn't be here today if that vessel that God placed in my life hadn't invited us and we hadn't went. So glory be to God for that. Just know that if you've been inviting somebody and they ain't and they haven't, you know, they haven't steered toward coming, don't quit. Keep inviting. Keep inviting. Amen. Like I told Pastor Nathan, we were talking about this morning. You don't never know what will happen is if you keep inviting, if you keep inviting. That, that, that person may drive by another church and say, hey, I just want to stop in there today. Yep. So we don't never know what kind of uh, candle that will light or what kind of fire that will light to get them into church. Amen? Amen. Y'all going to help me preach today? Hey, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, as I said, uh, this is not about me today. This is about Jesus. John seven eighteen says, those who speak for themselves want glory for themselves. I just want to kind of just do an icebreaker here just to give y'all a little giggle. Notice the man get up and leave the service during the middle of his message. The uh, where had you gone? The man said, I went to get a haircut. But the pastor said, So I'm just believing nobody's going to need a haircut when they leave here today. <laughs> Amen. Uh, let me pray. Father, we just thank you for this day. The power of communion, Father. The power of uh, breaking the bread, Father. And honoring you, Lord. Giving us strength to overcome the challenges of this world that are given to us every day. 
Savior, our Passover lamb. And Father God, I pray that no family leaves here feeling empty today, Father. Come and your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So I wanted to talk a little to get sidetracked in this world. And you hear people say it all the time. They'll be You'll ask them how they're doing. They'll, they'll say, well, I just thing. And then they'll say this quote that really gets me. They'll say, I'm a work in progress. When we say we are a work in progress, are we? When does that end? When does that stop? How do we get control of it? So for myself, I would stop saying we're a work in progress and say, when I was born again, God set me apart. I've been sanctified. I'm no longer who I am. It's Christ who lives in me. So in prayer about what I was going to talk about, that God really laid that on my heart was how you see it all the time. People say I'm a work in progress. I mean, I think we are, but I want to try. I'm a, a firm believer in God that can turn us around. I got a savior that could save me from what what it says. It says you are not like that. For you're a chosen holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness. For an example, let's just say that, Pastor Nathan, I'm going to use an example. Just say you had some trouble with you guys this week and y'all got into a cussing match. <laughs> just talk. about it. Well, Dwayne, I'm a work in progress. No, you are a born-again believer. God. And this is our tool right here. This is how we don't do a work in progress anymore. This is this is our tool. Let's look at Romans 12, 2. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then I love one that says, but let God transform you into a new person. Because we have battles. We have stuff come our way that we can't control. And we say, I'm a work in progress. But I think we, I think God is our. Let's look at Galatians 2.20. Got a little bit of scripture today. This is going to 2.20 says, My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer who I live, but Christ lives in me. Who loved me and gave, him, gave himself for me. 
So what does that Anybody? We've been sanctified. We've been set apart. Sanctification means set apart. Called us to do. I want us to look at 1 Peter chapter 1. It says, so prepare your minds for action and exercise, self-control. Put all your hope. So you must live as God's obedient children. Don't slip back into your whole way. Then, But now you must be holy in everything you do. Just as God scriptures say you must be holy because I am holy Amen. it's hard to be holy we live in a world of the, the just the, the tragedy in Henry County and Stockbridge with the officers and I can't even we have got to keep continuously inviting people to church Amen. it doesn't matter what Nathan and Belinda spend an hour after church every day doing every Sunday doing next steps. Involved, what they can do to change, how they can serve. When we serve in the church, man, we are just. So let's just remember that when you get involved in church and you go through next steps, well, I don't want to stay. It. Don't don't wait. Go ahead and do it now. Amen? Amen. So I want to faith was under fire. And I think our faith does get under fire a lot. Uh, it's a man named He was a man of God. But man, he went through some some terrible things. He was righteous. Things changed for Job. A building collapsed. His children all died. And not only that, he had painful boils break out on his skin. So I kind of, I kind of think that takes us to where we are today. Is we wonder why. But look at Job and look what he went through. Let's look at Job 121. And naked I will depart. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord. All the time. Even in the bad times. Even in the good times. We praise God. He proved that by going to the cross so that we could have eternal life. Prepare for Easter in a couple of weeks, the most celebrated time for believers. I think so. I want to talk a little bit about what Scripture says. Uh, that he, Jesus actually predicted. 
find in Matthew 16 and 17 and 20. But today I want to go to Mark 8. And I'm going somewhere with this. Just, just be patient. This is going to kind of help us. Mark 8, 31. It's where Jesus predicts his death. By the elders. Excuse me. The leading priests and the teachers of religious law. about openly with his disciples. Peter took him aside and began and then reprimanded Peter. Get away from me, Satan, he said. You are seeing things merely that last sentence, did you hear that? It says, you are seeing things merely from a human point of view. That me and you guys would need him. He knew we would face adversity. He knew that we would have mental problems. He knew that we would have family problems. He knew that we would have crime. He knew all of these. Would go to the cross for us. Let's look at the way of the cross in four. It says, then calling to the crowd to join his disciples, he said, "If any of you wants to be my follower, take up your cross and follow me. If any of you wants to be my How hard is it to give up our own way? How hard is it? Life for my sake and the sake for the good news, you will save it. And do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? You have nothing. If the Son of Man will be ashamed of that person when he returns in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. Word of God and this spiritual nutrition of believers. This is our food right here. Lives, according to Scripture. It's not easy to do, but we have to do it. Revolution Church. I'm about to launch a Bible study small group, probably on Tuesdays. But we, we got to create small groups so we can get people together. Believers can grow. It's how we believers can live not life if we have other believers that surround us and give us hope. We've got to have each other to give us hope. We can't do it alone, guys. 
Even though Jesus is not here physically, man, he is here spiritually. He is with us here today. I can feel his presence right now. He is here. And we just thank him for giving us what he gives us every day to complete our lives. Now I want to go back, kind of go back to Job a little bit and talk a little bit about, you know, what he had went through. As I, talk, as I mentioned, he had boils in his skin. Here's a man that had everything. He had a big family. He had a huge farm, big old house, and all of a sudden everything came crashing down. Everything. Everything came crashing down. I want us to go to Job 42. I want us to read the whole chapter. Uh, it's not long, but it's really good. It kind of puts in perspective of where we need to be today. And so we're going to start at 42. Verse 1, then Job replied to the Lord, I know that you can do anything and no one can stop you. If you go to Matthew 19, it also says, then who in the world can be saved? Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but with God, everything is possible. I love how those scriptures kind of bounce off each other. That's so good. Verse 2, excuse me, verse 3. You asked, who is, going, who, who is this questions my wisdom with such ignorance? It is I, and I was talking about things I knew nothing about, things far too wonderful for me. You said, listen, and I will speak. I have some questions for you, and you must answer them. I had only heard about things. And I see it in dust and ashes to show my repentance. Awful faithful man to sit in dust and ashes and repent. Let's look at the It says, after the Lord had finished speaking to Job, he said to the, uh, bear with me, For you have not spoken accurately about me, as my servant Job has. So take the seven bulls and seven rams, go to my servant Job, and offer a burnt offering for yourselves. My servant will not treat you as you deserve, for you have not spoken accurately about me, as my servant Job has. Bildad, the Shuhai, and Zophar, the Namathite prayer verse 10 twice as much as before that he's just a God like that he just Sometimes, we, sometimes, some, sometimes the door won't open, but there's a reason he keeps it closed. Amen? And then, then all the brothers were consoled. And they consoled him and comforted him because all the trials the Lord had brought him. brought him a gift of money and a gold ring. Verse 12, so the Lord blessed Job 
14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, he had 1,000 teams of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. Sons and three more daughters. He named his first daughter In all the land, no women were as lovely as the daughters of Job. Their brothers. Last verse, 16. Job lived 140 years after that. Then he died an old man who lived a long, full life. conditions that any human being can go through not only lost his boys of, of he had uh, boils on his skin I can't even imagine what that feels like boils of skin and how that felt and it's just so glorious that God redeemed him and pulled him out How powerful is that, that he can do that for us too? If we'll just have faith, if we'll just put our That's all we have to do. Amen? Words of thy mouth more than my necessary food. Jesus said, man shall not live in said the godly man's delight in the word of God and that the word is law doeth he meditate day and night thousand people die every day that means 160,000 souls one of two places they can go they either go to heaven to be with the Lord So I think it's real, guys. The, 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 the situation is real. We as believers have to pull together. We have to take up our cross and follow him. Easy. But we can do it. He gives us strength. You all, you all know. We can do it. He gives us the strength. So as we get ready for go out and try to make disciples. Go out and have outreaches. Not just have outreaches, but have, have love for e each other and have love for our community. Because we never know what someone is going through. We never know. We never know what someone is facing. You know, and I think sometimes for myself, I feel like I feel like David out there with Goliath, and I feel like I have a, I feel like I have a uh, slingshot instead of a bow or a gun. I feel like I have a slingshot, but man, God is good all the time. Amen. Yes. All we have to do is pray and seek His will be done in our lives, and He gives us the strength to do that. He gives us the strength to do that.
So right here in Henry County, 50%, 50 to 60% of the county is still unchurched. What does that mean? So a lot of souls on the line. Just like my uncle, I, I, I wasn't sure. I was worried. I was afraid that he was uh, destined for somewhere that I hope he wouldn't be destined for. But when I found out the good news, it released all the heaviness that I had in my heart because I was so scared that he was going to a place where the devil and his demons prepare for those who don't love Jesus. So I think our work is still not finished. We still have work to do. We have to go out. We have to continue to uh, make a way. Amen? So I want us to go to, Brandon, you may not have this. us to go to John chapter 7. John chapter 7, verse 20, says, the crowd replied, you're demon-possessed. Who's trying to kill you? Jesus replied, I did one miracle on Sabbath, and you were amazed. But you work on the Sabbath, too, when you obey Moses' law of circumcision. Actually, this tradition of circumcision began with the uh, patriarchs. King, excuse me, long before the law of Moses. For if the correct time for circumcision is your son falls on the Sabbath, you will go ahead and do it so not to break the law of Moses. So why should you be angry with me for healing a man on Sabbath? Look beneath the surface so you can judge correctly. So you can judge correctly. Look beneath the surface. So I think that's what we have to do. We have to look beneath the surface. We have to stop saying I'm a work in progress and say God has healed me. God has delivered me. God has brought me through this. I can do this. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's what he does. He is just a, a father that gives us deliverance. He's a father that gives us everything we need in life to be successful. Everything in life that we need to uh, be who he's called us to be. I know it's hard sometimes. I get it. I'm there. But I am a firm believer that he gives us everything we need to have a complete and full life. So I just wonder today, is there anyone here that feels like they can't do it? Anyone that feels like they need to have a breakthrough, needs to have a miracle happen, needs to have sickness go away. Pastor Nathan talked about it during communion. God is our healer. He is our deliverer. He takes all sickness away. So I wonder if there's anybody here today that thinks that you can't make it anymore, that you can't do it anymore. Or, I'm a work in progress. Do you think you're a work in progress? I want us to set. I want to be set. I want us to be set apart from that today. Amen. I don't want to be a work in progress anymore. I want to be a firm believer that I have done everything I can and stood on God's word to come to victory. So I want to offer that today. I want to offer 
of prayer today for anybody that needs it. Anybody that's here today that doesn't feel like that they're worthy. Anybody that doesn't feel like they're, um, they can't do it anymore. Anybody that feels like that God has abandoned them. Anybody that feels like that they need surrender. Anybody that feels like they need to be delivered today. Anybody that feels like they need God just to move in their heart today, protect their family, remove cancer, remove sickness. I just believe that today is today for that. I believe that today nobody's going to leave here saying that they're a work in progress anymore, that God has delivered them, that God has given them everything they need in life to overcome adversity and make them have a fire of faith just like Job. Make them think that Job is a man that not only went through what he went through, man, but he came out victorious. God blessed him of abundance. He became the man God called him to be, and he lived 140 years, had all these precious daughters, had all the livestock he needed to make his farm complete. I think today is the day that Somebody here today is feeling like they are a work in progress. Somebody here today feels like that they can't do it anymore. I want to reassure you that's not so. That's just the devil telling you lies today. He's told you that you can't do it. He's told you that you're not worthy. He's told you that He's told you that you can't have that job you applied for. He told you that you can't pay a tithe today he's just a liar and I believe today is today of salvation as we get ready for Easter I want us to be ready I want us not to be here saying that we're a work in progress I want us today to be delivered from any kind of problems that you've been facing this week or in the last two weeks or the last month or the last year I don't know But right now, as the as the band is up, Pastor Nathan and I, we just want to we just want to open the front here to anyone that feels like they need prayer today. There's nobody here that we want to leave behind. No man, no woman left behind today. If you need salvation, if you need Christ today, if you don't know who Christ is, we would love to pray with you. We would love for you to repent of your sins today and become a new creature. A new creation. So as I pray, if you want to come down, Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you today. We thank you, Father, for giving us this service today. We thank the Holy Spirit for moving in this house today. And Father, right now, I don't want no woman or no man feeling shame. I don't want no man or no woman feeling like they have to leave here today with doubt and with fear, with anything they've been dealing with. Father, we thank you for the resurrection. We can't wait to, we celebrate you every day, but we can't wait to celebrate you on Easter, Father. It's not about the bunnies and eggs, Father. It's about the Passover lamb. It's about the one who came to us and gives us victory. So, Father, if there's anybody here today, Father, I pray that they could just, if they want to just come forth today and, and, and receive prayer, Father, receive healing from anything that they've faltered with this week, Father. I pray that you'll send them, Lord. I pray that you send them, Father. Minister, thank you. Bless.
worship you. Father, we feel in the spirit that if there's somebody here today and we don't want to we don't want to point them out, Father. We don't want to we don't want them to feel pressure, Lord, but we we just we just want them to know that you love them. Yes, God.